coming up this week. Two new hotels approved for Buena Park. Art buses get a makeover. And good first quarter attendance, attendance news for Disneyland. Plus later, Mary Jo heads south to the San Diego Zoo Wild Animal Park. All that coming up next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 575, for the week of May 15th, 2016. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson. Hey! There she is. Wow. Mary Jo Sorry. Hello. I was reading chat. And Tony Spatel. Hello. Oh my goodness. We're a little late getting started. But that's okay. It'll it'll still be late ending. Um, <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> was sure where you were going with that. I don't know. I just <laughs> kind of started, and then I had no place to go, and <laughs> made a U turn. Um, well, we, we missed you all last week, by the way. We tra- tra- I'm sorry, Michael, I got there late. Michael and I tried to hold down the fort, so um, I, I was like 15 minutes too late, yeah, and then it was all yeah. like too late after that. <clears throat> and Michael is in Aulani. So that's kind of fun. Make sure you're friends friends with him on Facebook and seeing all his cool pictures. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad that he likes to take pictures because they've uh, now I w- I've never really wanted to go, uh-huh. you know. And by looking at his pictures and what he and Carol are doing, I really want to go now. Right. I told you you could go with us in a couple weeks. So we have one more bed. <laughs> yeah. I told you. Here, buy your plane ticket. So tempted. I know you could three less than three weeks for us. <laughs> I'm very excited. I bet. And thank you so much to our wonderful listener who wrote in for us that we all like missed the original email until Mary Jo found it. <laughs> oh, that was. Can you give a shout out to her? She's been wonderful. I mean, I'm shouting out, but I, I can't remember her name. <laughs> nice. Somebody, somebody like, else give a shout out because. Yeah. Mary Jo did all the answering, and I keep meaning to answer. That's because I believe that if anybody's going to write to us, we should respond. We should. Plus, I like to respond totally to agree. them. Because we've, I, I've been looking over my emails, and oh my gosh, we have such a nice message. This was actually, um, <coughs> we received a few of them. That have been really nice. So thank you, everybody, who Kawahi. did write to us. Kawahi? Uh-huh. Is that how we pronounce her name? Kawahi? Yeah, she had she um, had a real nice email to us. Speaking of nice listeners, hello to all our friends listening live in Mixler, on Mixler, at hey guys. Mixler. Um, oh, and it's Kavehi. Kavehi? Yes, okay. Kavehi. Remember the W's are pronounced like Oh, these? and she, speaking of, she That's is right. in chat. Yes. He is in chat. Hi, Kavehi. Okay. Um, if you want to listen live, we stream live every Sunday, e- every Sunday evening at 7 p.m. Pacific. Um, listen, uh, head to Mixler.com, M-I-X-L-R.com to listen. Uh, and of course, all the rest of the Dreams Unlimited Travel family of podcast. I'm sorry, Diz on, wow. Want to try that again? It's, no. Diz <laughs> <laughs> on family of podcasts. Um, Dreams Unlimited Travel show on Monday, Orlando show on Tuesday, Universal on Thursday, and Diz Pop, I think, goes up on Fridays. I'm going to get past this. I'm just going to keep going. Uh, and, of course, every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. the daily 9 a.m. Pacific, the Daily Fix, your three- to five-minute uh, dose of Disney news. All right. I'm going to let somebody else talk because I need a break or a drink or something. Hey, wait. We haven't – aren't we still in March Madness? Don't we have like- – No. Yeah, no. No? I think somebody won. Somebody won. Sure? I can't remember what. Yes. Okay. I'm positive. Yes. Well, well is, are we ready to start? Isn't it time for? The it's time for 2017. 2017 yes. Yeah. 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 I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna do all of the chilaquiles is <laughs> against each other. Who was yeah. the best chilaquiles in mm-hmm. 
the resort. All 64 me, different versions. 60 minutes. Let me guess. Rancho de Zocalo is not going to win. And it, no. No. And I was, you're, and of course, before the you're show. You're going to rank it 13. Uh, yeah, I was talking to Mary Jo, because if we, if you listen to the review, I was very nervous that she wouldn't agree with me on the chilaquiles. So I researched this weekend. I got like eight different recipes. And she's like, oh, yeah, I agree with you. That's not traditional chilaquiles. They just call it that. And I went, oh, okay. See, I'm so defensive all the time. And you can just <laughs> let that go, especially as the as the presidential candidate for the Disneyland Disneyland edition. I need to not be so defensive. So, anyways, Mary Jo agrees with me, so that makes me happy. That's the endorsement that I've been needing. You're you're waiting all week to hear that. Yeah, I, ha- I was. I was prepared. <laughs> Were you going to defend your point if I disagreed with you? No, I got, I literally found five different recipes. I found Bon Appetit, Epicurious, Food Network, two magazines with a .mx URL, meaning they're from Mexico, because I want to say, no, it's supposed to be kind of crispy or al dente, I learned. But, and you agreed. For some yes. reason, Disney doesn't. Although so I've never just... heard that uh, a tortilla being al dente. That's well, it was that was not that was like the explanation of what it would like. It's almost al dente, right? Like not that you're trying to get it that way, but that's kind of how it is. But mm-hmm. now I now I really also after looking at all those articles, I really wanted good chilaquiles. So you need to invite us all over and make it for us. <laughs> and make. I thought with all of your recipes, Tony, you were gonna have like a taste test for us. I'm that's, all about theory what... and, and like a per college professor. I can't actually, I'm not going to actually make it. I'll just find all the articles just... and push it along. <laughs> you'll, you'll hand out the assignments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh, speaking of listeners again, um, I'm heading to Orlando this week to record these special podcasts um, that are going up in June um, with some, some of the great coverage that the Orlando team came and helped us with. And one of the segments we are going to do will focus on quote unquote local tips. So if you have some secret local tips that you want to share, even if you're not a local, email them to me, tom at www.info.com. Uh, in the subject line, write local. That way I can see them all and I, I get tons of spam. So, um, Send those to me, and then I will pass them on during the show. Um, anybody else have housekeeping? I have a few. Okay, go for it, Mary Jo. Take, take, have, 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 have a couple. Have a couple? All right. Um, now and then more later. Okay. <laughs> um, and then you can do Michael's, too. I'll do, well, okay, let me do Michael's first. <laughs> yeah. So if Michael were here, what he would tell you. <laughs> um, so... Just this weekend, Disneyland has stopped distributing Disney dollars, which is really just kind of disheartening for me because Why? I like, I like Disney dollars. Okay. I think they're fun to give to, especially to children for them to spend mm. their own Disney money. You know and what's even like, cooler? Real dollars. Well, but it's, you're at Disneyland and it just adds to the, it's just makes it more special. And what I like about it is unlike the gift card, Disney dollars, you'll get change back. Right. You know, where the gift card, it stays on the card if you don't use it. You know, some I'm sure that people who have gift cards will have like a dollar left or 50 cents left or something like that. Oh. And I'm sure that Disney gets, uh, quote unquote, makes money on those that, that are never redeemed. Oh, sure they do, because a lot of people buy them as souvenirs. Yeah. Remember when they used to an- announce, you know, temporary changes for uh, of different characters on the dollars? You know, oh, like yeah. they changed from, they did an anniversary one, they put Tink on something once, or Tink on, uh, the, you know, and then there's Dumbo on the one. The, the, problem, know, they, the problem is there's fewer people buying them. Um, right. There's people buying gift cards or just using their ATM or debit card or, you know, so it's just. Well, they don't advertise that they have them, and they haven't for years. Yeah. yeah you you know, it's always to... been word of mouth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I anyway, thought they were gone so... already. There you go. I know. That's kind of how I thought, too. So that's probably why. And I remember I used to get them at that one counter in the Emporium, which was not one of the winners from the March Madness. But <laughs> that's that's old news. But um, so just, oh, just... Did you see the tip? Go ahead. So just letting everybody know that you no longer can get them. The, the last day for selling them was They're already March sold 14th. Out. Yeah, yeah and, and they were and sold they out had, before then. A friend of mine's a, a cast member 
and she was reporting what stores, like all the hotels were out and the, that back in Toontown, they had ones and fives. And so they're all, everybody went and got them. So if you want them, go on eBay and they'll be triple or quadruple the price there. And then I just wanted to bring up also the Disney gift card that we just mentioned. I tried to buy a $10 gift card not too long ago at the Paradise Pier Hotel. And they told me that $15 was the minimum that you could load on the cards. And I was telling some friends because, about it. Because under $10, they ref- they can refund it back to you in cash. Yeah. Oh, really? So those, so those gift cards that have a dollar on them, you can get the money back. But they, you have they to... Have, that- they, they have to give you the cash. Okay. Yep, that's what uh, uh, t- one of our uh, our Mixlorites just put that yeah. up. Uh, Jennifer said that in the chat room. Okay, well, that's good to know. But it's also, you know... Uh, some people, some people do like to give $10 gift cards. They won't be able to do it. And then some friends of mine that I was telling about it, they said they were at the Grand California Hotel and they tried to get $20 gift cards and they were told that the minimum was $25. So. <laughs> well, cause it's the Grand. I mean. Well, really. that's what I told them. I said, well, you guys were in the higher end hotel. So, you know, that could have been it. So there was a little confusion. It could be that the cast members have, you know, they're still trying cause it's a new rule. It totally surprised me cause I get $10 gift cards often and when i asked them i, I, I only get happy, 50 cards well i get them for i get them for somebody else's affair. i know i get them to pay off my cruise and i get them at target and get my five percent off with my red card well that's smart although i've heard rumor that some targets aren't doing that anymore Mars still does it i mean there was a time where you could if you had if you had a coupon from somewhere else, you could get like 10% off or five and then another five. And they've stopped that, but you can still get just the regular 5% off. So yeah, somebody did that recently. So I know so as long when, as you when have I'm, your, when your I'm paying off, paying off a nine night Alaska cruise, it makes a difference. Yep. I guess so. You go, can you pay off my Alaska cruise? Sure. I'll work on that <laughs> after I finish with mine. Huh. All right. When are you uh, going to Alaska? When am I going? When are you going? Probably 2019. You have oh, okay. plenty of time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. By then, money is, will is that be... A, is that after you... Money will be that, all different. It won't is that, be holograms. Is that after you pay off... Uh, after you buy your, your artwork from Dave Evanzino? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. <laughs> I'm still working... If Michael if Michael were here, he would say... Mm-hmm. Name tags. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's right, Dave. Uh, <laughs> um, but we'll go on from there. Dave, her friend. Um, by the way, he's, and I'll do this as a uh, housekeeping again next week. He's going to be back at Disneyland sometime in June. So, um, I know he put the dates out and I'll bring it up when we get closer to that date. So you guys can know, um, if you're planning on getting one of his wonderful, uh, pieces of art with names and, and other Disney, he has a real cool hat box ghost. Have you, have you guys seen that one? Not yet. Oh my gosh, the detail behind that. He just showed us some of the, he shared some of the artwork on his Facebook page. Just the background itself had amazing um, detail on it, which was really cool. But let me finish my housekeeping. Okay, cool. Okay, another friend um, said that the Blue Bayou, I think I might have read this on the Diz boards, on the Disneyland um, board, because I saw pictures. The Blue Bayou now has light up menus. Yeah. So you know how it's always really hard to read the menu, right? Now you, a lot of us use our little uh, phone flash flashlight to read them these days. Now you don't have to because they have their light their light up menus. Uh, when I rode Pirates, I s- saw that and I'm like, I took a second glance and then I was too far to to confirm. So yeah. It was... So did it take away from the ambiance then from the no? Because they're like they're like blue. Well, the blue by you, so that makes a lot of yeah, sense. The, yeah, so. Okay, cool. so because then you'd have to complain to City Hall that the menus take away Speak, from the ambience of the... Speaking of pirates, I'll let you get back to that. Um, did you see there was a rumor on uh, Mouse Planet that pirates and Matterhorn are having fast pass starting tomorrow? No. no. The Matterhorn... So where's the Matterhorn huh. fast pass going to... Well, if they're going to do the fast pass plus that we've been kind of hearing about and talking right. about that I could see how that would happen. Yeah. But so do they have a little kiosk to read the whatever it is that people have? Um, Jennifer and in, 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 on Mixler says that Pirates was boarded up today, so Hmm. 
I know they had a, I think they had a a re, uh, refurb coming up, but so when, we'll have to we'll keep we'll keep an eye on that and let you know. When, wouldn't that be cool if Jack Sparrow was the one who checked our fast passes for us? Yeah, right. <laughs> our, <laughs> but uh, you had you had more housekeeping. I do. I also heard that the Blue Bayou um, may have changed their Monte Cristo for the better. So I think we need to go over there and check it out. Yeah, I'm no. just saying. Well, anything could change it for the better. Yeah. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? <laughs> I think no. I, I would totally be into checking to see if it's more edible for me. Yeah, it's too big <laughs> for one person, but you know, to go yeah. try it out together. Okay, this next tip comes from our friends Tina and Marty. Um, they were over at the Cove Bar, not a shocker, um, over at California <laughs> Adventure, and they said that. They now take your phone number and they text you when uh-huh. your table is ready so you don't have to stand in line for an hour to an hour and a half, two hours to get a table. Have you guys heard anything about that? Yes. and But but at the, the time we tried to get in, it was so late in the day that all the – they weren't taking them anymore. And then they had like a uh, standby line in case people didn't come back. So – well, I would think that they would just keep texting till people can. I guess they give them you like have three, a, three texts or something. Yeah. Okay. You must have a. Um, they must also have a like a return time, right? For text, like you have five minutes to get or right, something like that. Yeah, because you you need to get back. They don't want empty tables, but they have to allow people to get back to the to the Cove Bar. I heard they're doing they're it with shopping. Snapchat, and you have to you get lie. back. Before it deletes to prove that you really got the table. Yeah, right. They should. That would be exciting. It'd be like the, the those races that Mary Jo does all the time. Mm-hmm. Like for food, literally there. That would I think that would be great. I want that. That's I'm gonna promote that. You should promote it. I'm going to. Go so that requ- that requires me to like Get on social media and make it no, forget it. Never mind. I'm done. You can you can <laughs> periscope it. Yeah, I know. Okay. You're, yeah, I know. That's but that's you. I can't. I can't. You're anybody every, can periscope. You are ubiquitous. I love that word, and that's you. You are everywhere. I was gonna um, say I'm omnipresent. Omnipresent is no. better than you. Well, ubiqu- no, I just I have like know. these versions. That's kind of scary to have like versions of marriage all over the place. That's yeah. You're right. Well, no, that's not scary. I'm saying you're everywhere. Obviously, yeah. you've taken up the slack since I travel. <laughs> but you're like okay, I'll just go. I'll do every possible Disney thing. So hey, anyways. Disney's um, fun. The chat room is discussing the closure on Pirates. It was closed from the ninth through the fifteenth, so tomorrow it, re- it reopens after a few like a week and a half down. So that's why the Next. people were seeing walls. Yep. Next they were week. also discussing the permit that got filed to yeah. finally demolish the Fantasyland Skyway Station. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I was so sad to see that. I I almost always give a nod to it over by Casey Jr. Circus Train. Yeah. I mean, it's got to go. The future's happening. Yeah, it's so sad because there's there's other than the Monsanto, um, not Monsanto, the House of the Future, the Monsanto right. House of the Future. Yeah. Um, base that they can't get rid of. <laughs> there's, there's very little for us to refer, you know, reference back in the parks about how, what was there before as to now. So I wonder what they're yeah. going to put in Star Wars too. You know how they have things? Right. Um, when they put up a new attraction, they have a reference to the old attraction. I wonder what they're going to have in Star Wars to reference. Don't all they the already stuff have a reference down. to Skyway in Tomorrowland? At well, the, they at do the in shop? Matterhorn. Oh, I know too. that in the, yeah. in the Matterhorn where the Yeti is, yeah. um, where Harold is torn down the, the Skyway, but in the Tomorrowland shop, where? Oh, maybe. Oh, no, I'm thinking of People Mover. Didn't, didn't the counters look like the People Mover or something? Or am I thinking of something else? Never mind. Okay. You, you'll have to point it out next time because <laughs> yeah. the rest of us are just like, what? But yeah, I, I think that the Skyway going down is is sad. So I saw that. Well, too. it's the last vestige of the Skyway going yeah. down. There you everything go. else has been everything else has been down for a long yeah. time and forgotten by at least one generation. Have yeah. I shared my Skyway story where I got in trouble at Disneyland? But yes. I did. I, I did on the podcast. Yeah. I shared yes, it. you did. Okay, yes. just saying. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm. If anybody's listening, I did not do anything. I. 
<laughs> I mom, good... mom, if you're listening, it wasn't me. I know, I didn't, and it was my friends. And you I was... know, I wonder if you were busted by my friend Stuart, who used to work the Skyway well, in college. Well, if Stuart used um, colorful language, then it was him. Okay, so... He was a, a young, scrawny guy. You, <laughs> you probably talked about it, Tony, before Maybe we'll, during let, the team, so can... Well, let's, can... let's tell it between, between shows for the Mixler people. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Because well, I don't know either, so... Oh, okay, I'll tell the story. Uh, okay, did, so my next more? one. Okay, here. Yep. English Toffees back at Candy Palace. This was a big one for me um, because they didn't have English Toffee for the longest time. And every time I asked about it, they said because the they couldn't get a good distributor for the almonds. But um, when you were you, and Kathy were out here, Tom, we tasted mm-hmm. it. And so it good. was amazing. And, so. and in fact, you mentioned it. After and you know how I said I, sh- it that, so I that, that I shouldn't have taken that home. Yeah, I ate the whole thing. Did oh, I, that thing doesn't last past. No. Did you drive? Man. Did you have to drive home? I, it made it home. But oh, I'm just amazed. Barely. I wouldn't have made it. It wouldn't have made it home for me. No, it wouldn't have made it home. It wouldn't have made it to Burbank. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I I agree with you guys. That's why I can't. I usually don't open it till like the next day. I take it to work because it was it in the in trunk. Pieces. Though that's why. Oh. oh, I would have stopped and gotten out. <laughs> yeah. um, I've done, because I travel, you know, I'm traveling all the time. So, like, I today I drove from Dallas to Houston, and I have, like, my bag of corn nuts. And I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm not going to eat anymore. Throw it in the, like, back seat. At a red light, I went and got them and finished them. So, <laughs> the English toffee wouldn't, didn't matter for me. See, I, when I drive, I eat, I eat sunflower seeds, okay. which keeps yeah. me awake and keeps me alert for some reason, some weird reason. If, if well, it requires a lot of work unless you yeah, yeah, that's yeah. True. don't want to, you know, have a, a good colon cleansing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it scrapes out the, the colon. But, yeah, I used to, uh, when I uh, drive to El Paso, I used to eat munch on sunflower seeds, too, Tom. Yeah, so but, by the time, and if, if I do a quick trip where it's one night, one down there one night and back, my when, by the time I'm back, my mouth is, like, all raw from all the Yep, I was going to ask you about that because that's what happens to me. Tongue, but anyway, so so much for sunflower seed talk. My last <laughs> housekeeping. Oh, you got one more. Okay, good. What? This is my last one. Okay. Uh, San Diego Safari Park. They've let out their. They have um, some tiger cubs that were born in January, and they just let them out so that guests can see them with their mother. So oh, that's wow. a that's a cool a cool uh, thing for people to see when they go to the safari park, which you which guys will hear more talk about, about later. Okay. Yep, that's it. Um, I saw that um, the the change in uh, Turtle Talk that we had talk, that we talked about, um, where they added um, characters from the new movie, happened this weekend. So if you want to go see the more of, more of Dory and some of the new characters oh. from Finding Dory, that is now in effect at Turtle Talk with Crush. So another reason adventure. for me to go next weekend. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Um. Any other housekeeping? Did I mention last week yes. that we had new apples and new? No, you were you weren't on o- last week. Remember? Oh, I wasn't on <laughs> I was gonna, last week. I was going to say. Okay, <laughs> so a couple weeks ago we said, "Hey, I know there's some new apples and and candy treats out there." Well, this month's apple is um, basically peanut butter cup. Ooh. So it's got little bits of crumbled, um, you know, like peanut. They can't say Reese's peanut butter cups, but. You know, the generic version. And then they also have a, the peanut butter fudge is all, is out there as well as a peanut butter bark, which is the chocolate bark and it's got little peanut butter, um, crumbles, peanut butter cup crumbles. Yeah. So if you like peanut butter, if you're allergic to it, then well. They look pretty, <laughs> it looked pretty good with a uh, peanut, little it peanut did. butter cups on it and everything. All right. So Mary Jo, I think our, uh, not spray farm chicken video is finally done and hey. it should go up. I, I, I almost wanted soon. to say that it's time for us to go back again. It's been I so know, right? long. Um, so we went a couple weeks ago when I was in town and experienced the new Mrs. Knott's chicken dinner restaurant. Um, the dinner is a basically exactly the same. I think is, so. Which is good. The well, only, it's, I think it's the a only, classic for for yeah, spray yeah. farm. So I but they uh, it, the the restaurant itself is 
cleaned up. I don't, yeah, I mean, you, you go, you used to go in there and it felt just old. And now it feels like country-ish. I mean, you know, it's homey, but. I think homey is a good, it's welcoming, yeah. it's homey, yeah. it's, it's got ample room. It, it felt run down. Before. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But now when you go in, when that big, um, open lobby area mm-hmm. to sit in, that was so nice. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to see what you put in the video. <laughs> everything. Yeah, every, oh, everything? Yes. Uh oh. <laughs> Pie down, pie down. Uh, you have to see the video. Uh, but uh, it's it's great food. Um, if you are in the area, make 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 why edit? Yeah, um, because we recorded it out of order. That's why we edit. John in the chat room is asking why we edit. Uh, when also we didn't record all eating every single thing we had to take breaks while we actually ate yeah um, and it's it's a full meal though which i mean yeah. to go along with what you're saying yeah. tom about going there so i mean the meal is 22 bucks but you get soup and salad you get your chicken a uh, vegetable and mashed potatoes you get biscuit 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 biscuits oh, they're so good and then you get dessert <laughs> all for all for the low low price of 21.99 so yeah not bad. No, but it's it's but it's theme park ish food. So yeah, but th- I've been looking at prices for food at Alani this week. You know, just trying to get a garner as to what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, it's worse than theme park food right. pricing. Oh, I'm sure. Well, yeah, it's Hawaii. So it makes me. It make well. Or no, Hawaii. I mean I know Hawaii is bad. Hawaii is bad in general, but. No, it's it was worse than Disneyland. The Alani Resort itself is worse than Disneyland food pricing. Wow. Well, they ha- they pretty much have a captive audience. So mm-hmm. it, when you can go up the street to uh, you know up the street or into town, I mean, going to Sam Choi's near um, near Pearl Harbor is so much cheaper. <laughs> And you can get, you know, wonderful gourmet food. Uh, I did mention last week that the bar menu wasn't in effect, so we'll have to check back again on that to see the, to check out the bar menu. So. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Some boysenberry chicken wings or something. Well, the, the, and they, didn't he say that they had some liquor that had boysenberry in it too? There's, well, they have the be- boysenberry beer. Okay, well, that's which he story. which he said was which he said Yum. was shock top with boysenberry juice in it. But nothing wrong with that. Yeah. All right. Um, so uh, watch the video when that goes up. I'll I'll put a link on on the, in the show notes page when that goes up and all over Facebook. So uh, anything else? Okay, good. Okay, over to Tony with the news. Okay. There's the Nancy OK, so you know what that means. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what? No, that's no. your. That's your always. Oh, I don't have my tab open. That was mine. I didn't. Yeah. Have my okay. The, oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, that ready. makes perfect yeah. sense. So I didn't mean to throw you under the bus, but I know you're okay, and I was using it. I was paying homage to it. Oh, okay. Why? Thank you. Yes. A ten-story hotel is one of two coming to Buena Park, the Hotel Stanford. So if anybody's been around Buena Park, they're building stuff all over the place. And Hotel Stanford, a boutique boutique chain found in New York, Panama City, Santiago, Chile, and Buena Park. I'm not going (laughs) to find that interesting. It's coming to Buena Park. The 10-story hotel, which will be Buena Park's tallest, and a nearby five-story Aloft hotel were approved by the city council. Councilwoman Beth Swift expressed strong concern regarding the height and proximity to nearby apartments of the Hotel Stanford, but the second hotel got unanimous approval. Hotel Stanford will invest $34 million into its newest location at 6th. That's a lot. Wow. (laughs) Aloft is planning a $24 million project. The city's Fairfield and Suites, Rosen noted, recently poured $4 million into a renovation. What we're seeing across the board is a change in the hotel demographics for the city. We're seeing a pretty significant increase in room rates over the past couple of years since we've taken out the problem hotels from the marketplace. 
<laughs> yes, because and as someone who used to teach in the area, yes, those problem hotels do exist. So, so they're getting rid of those. And I've stayed it several times. I will just tell you that the kids at the schools would make jokes about people walking the streets of Beach Boulevard. I'm just going to leave it yeah. at that. Oh yeah. yeah. So, anyways, um, and, well, and the the hotel, <coughs> the motel that I'm that I've stayed at mm-hmm. has apartments that back. That are right behind it, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not sure if it's people in the hotel or people in the apartments. But you open the door to the hotel room, and you get the smell of a particular kind of cigarette that yes. is that is legal in many places. Yes, thank you. But yeah, okay. Yeah. So, not ho- that I know what that smells yes. like, but yeah. The Hotel Stanford will feature a sleek contemporary design. It'll have 150 guest rooms, a swimming pool, a fitness center, banquet rooms, and conference spaces, top of the rooftop restaurant and bar. A five-level structure will provide parking on the 1.45-acre lot in Beach Boulevard. Along a stretch, the city has aggressively worked to revitalize in recent years. The hotels will join new restaurants Rock and Brews mm-hmm. and the under-construction Porto's Bakery and Cafe near Knott's Berry Farm. The city has invested about $5 million for road and landscape improvements on Beach Boulevard. One of 10 brands owned by Starwood Hotels and Resorts, Aloft Hotel has more than 100 locations worldwide. The Buena Park location will also feature a modern design and be built on 2.25 acres across beach from the Hotel Stanford. It will have 149 rooms with two restaurants and banquet conference halls. Aloft's website says it will open in December 2017. The city tore down the blighted motels, and the land has been waiting since for development. The Aloft Hotel site was sold in December 2014 for $1.6 million. The Hotel Stanford site net the city $940,000 in March 2015. Rosen said the city's touristy draw and proximity to Anaheim drew the developers to the area. I think that Buena Park has a similar problem to Garden Grove. Yes. Where there's lots of little mom-and-pop and... Not quite up to the resort standard, not only hotels, but also strip malls and things like that that they've got to bring but, up to standard or get rid of. But even Anaheim still has that. On oh, Harbor yeah. Boulevard, yeah. like, it's the whole yeah. area. It's just interesting. I qu- I kind of question, I, I, I don't see how Buena Park's going to fill all those rooms. No. And I know, like, Aloft and Stanford are nicer hotels. And I don't I don't mean to disparage Buena Park, but if I'm going to stay at, like, a nice high-end hotel, I'm not going to stay in a nice high-end hotel in Buena Park. Would unless, you stay in, in um, unless Garden that, Grove by Anaheim, then? I, I, I'd, be more, would, I'd be more willing to because it's literally right down the street from Disneyland. I don't know. And I'm not saying Buena Park's the worst area or anything at all. That's not my it's point. Just it's just not where... It's not... Like, I, I love Knott's Berry Farm, but not to stay at the five-star or four-star... Unless, unless there's convention space. That's what I'm thinking. The, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean, there's just not that, that much there to to support. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I wouldn't stay in Buena Park. What's weird is... I know that our dear Wayne, friend Wayne yeah, we stay there. loved it and, like, you know, preached on it for the pricing. But, you know, if I have to drive in every day, I, you know, that's not part of my Disneyland vacation if I were a tourist. Yeah, I don't... If I were coming from out of state. It's just interesting. Like, and the reason why I'm going to give Garden Grove more props, other than the fact that I like that little resorty area, even though it's worse across the street, is um, it's literally... A shuttle ride down. It's it's a, it's it's actually a lot closer, in terms of time. It's five minutes. You know, I don't know. I mean, I'm happy for him, but I just I just it just seems interesting to me. Tom, do you agree? Disagree? Uh, yeah. The the drive to while while the drive is only fifteen minutes, it seems like a longer drive than that going to going from Anaheim to Buena Park. Well, yeah, and if I'm going to be fifteen minutes away, I might as well be twenty minutes away. When there's no traffic and stay in like coast of, you know, stay closer to the beach or something. Yeah. You know, anyways. Okay. Attendance is up at Disneyland. But. Yeah, but. Yeah, and you know what's interesting is how Tom was able to read that um, 
I didn't I didn't know that the writer was going to make that sound effect, and you read that yeah. phonetically perfectly. <laughs> yes, thank you. Despite the closure of attractions to make room for a Star Wars land and the intru- introduction of dynamic admission pricing that boosts ticket prices for many, the Walt Disney Company reported an increase in Disneyland attendance this year through March. In Disney's second fiscal quarter, which ended April 2nd, revenue rose 4% to $3.9 billion, and operating profits increased 10% compared to a year ago in Disney Parks and Resorts Division. Disney's Parks and Resorts Division. Overall, attendance at Disney's domestic parks was... Man, I'm having trouble. This domestic parks was flat. The increased attendance at Disneyland and DCA was offset by fewer people visiting Walt Disney World, Disney reported. Disney does not release attendance numbers. We can talk about that in a second. According to a respected industry group, the Themed Entertainment Association, 16.8 million people visited Disneyland in 2014. The latest year available, about 8.8 million went to Disney California Adventure. Company-wide, Disney said that its revenue in the quarter grew 4% to just under $13 billion. But revenue for the media, Disney's media networks, including ABC, ESPN, and other cable networks, fell 2% to $4 billion still. Operating income was up 12%. Blah, blah, blah. I really, <laughs> it's, the point is, Disneyland, okay, less people going to Disney World, more people going to Disneyland, which to me doesn't make any sense, considering they keep raising the prices out here. Um, it, it does when you, they talked that, about this on the Orlando show, uh-huh. uh, the um, economy in Brazil has tanked. Oh. Oh. So there are fewer Brazilian tourists going to Walt Disney World. That makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Interesting. And that that was always the rite of passage trip for the for the Brazilian kids. Yeah. So that's that. That's some of the reason why um, numbers are down in Florida. And that's the news. Thank you, Tony. Time for rapid fire. I will go first because I can. Uh, <laughs> as part of a rebranding strategy, Anaheim Resort Transportation, or ART, is rewrapping its fleet of 88 buses. The new unified look will be a solid periwinkle blue with a playful treasure map of sorts on the side that has an orange trail of dots leading to landmarks representing the destinations that ART serves. The, win- the windows will feature playful Anaheim characters, such as baseball <laughs> players or hockey players. In addition, four electric buses will roll out at the end of May. Um, according to a study that Art did, <laughs> guests were getting confused because of the buses had different ads all over the sides, and the ads all over the sides didn't always correspond with where that bus was going. Um, however, there will still be ads because the rewrapping costs $3,000 per bus. So they are leaving a little room for ads, uh, on the buses. Now, the important part, the new bus design, guess who created it? Kids in Anaheim. No. Kevin Kidney and Jody Daly. Did, we should have guessed that. Yeah, I know. You should have. Yeah. Um, they're, they'll, they're, They'll start rolling out the buses soon, and they will roll out throughout the summer. So, kind of cool. I'm um, glad for them. I'm glad they got that gig. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it'll be nice to see a new new bus design. So, and again, and yeah, I I, I agree that it's like you you're getting on a bus going to um, down the street, and it's advertising Knott's Berry Farm or something like that. So, could be could be confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary Jo. So to keep in my theme of the San Diego Safari Park this this weekend, um, they're having a couple of really cool dinners coming up on July on uh, excuse me June nineteenth. They have a Father's Day buffet at the Hunt Nairobi Pavilion. It's at eleven thirty a.m. Um, they say enjoy a delicious and bountiful buffet to celebrate Dad's special day. There's going to be live musical entertainment, and there's going to be a cash bar that'll be available. Guests will be seated at their own reserved tables set according to their guest count. It's going to be $44.95 for adults, $18.95 for kids, 3 to 11, um, plus tax, plus tax. I almost said et cetera, but I'm not going to say that anymore because you keep dinging me on that. Um, <laughs> you must have park, safari park admission. So the members get to get in 
But if you're not a member, you have to pay for that. Then coming up in July at 5.30 p.m., they have the Summer Brewmeister Dinner. And that's going to be at the same pavilion. And they say, following a visit with our animal ambassadors, a representative from the Lost Abbey Brewing Company will be on hand to present select beers accompanied by a four-course gourmet meal. That sounds pretty cool. The cost for that meal is going to be $89 per person. And you have to be 21 years of age or older to attend because of the um, the beer that they're going to be presenting. It's over there. So a couple of things happening at our local, kind of local safari park. Very cool. Thank you, Mary Jo. Tony. Okay. SeaWorld has the Seven Seas Food Festival. Now that DCA is done, you can go down south and have the Seven Seas Food Festival. And it start, it's going on now through June 12th. And they start from it starts from 11 a.m. to park close. And there's a variety of menus in live entertainment. Live entertainment will include some amazing sounding, oh, from blues to rock, bluegrass to ska, country to pop. Once the beat starts, you're going to want to indulge in a second, third, and maybe even fourth helping of everything San Diego has to offer in music. So, right there, San Diego sounds, and you've got a Polynesian soundstage, a French soundstage, and a California soundstage. So you got that, and of course, since it's still owned by InBev, right? So we got the beer. So um, they have a California wine testing tasting room, and I would tell you all the whites and reds, but I have no idea what they are. (laughs) And I know Nancy really wanted this red fire, and she would have pronounced them all perfectly, but I'm not going to understand them. It's okay. Not even going to pronounce them. They have wine that you can drink. It's okay. And you can taste. That's good. Yeah, there's, and then they have different menus. There's a California fusion flavors uh, menu. And I can't, I'm not going to go into every menu. I'm just going to tell you what they are. There's a Polynesian flavors menu. There is, this is interesting, a Coca-Cola flavors. Coca-Cola flavored nitrogen ice cream. That's all I see is the flavor. Cool. But there's other stuff. Um there is a Latin American flavors menu, South American and Nuevo Baja flavors, a French flavors menu, French bistro and French cafe flavors. You can figure out what the difference is there. Asia, Asian street food flavors. This one actually has what they have. Mochi ice cream, K-pop rice sushi, Taiwanese popcorn chicken, Peking duck spring roll. Then they have some beers that go with it. See, just so you guys know, I do give SeaWorld a lot of credit for this because Disney never does this. Thank you for visiting our website. We value your opinion. Would you be willing to take a brief survey regarding your website experience today? It's popped up twice. I don't like it. However, it would be nice if Disneyland could do that because their website bothers me. And it always has. I'd like them to ask me. They ask me surveys about everything, but not about their website. SeaWorld is very aggressive on asking about their website. Uh, Caribbean flavors, you got Jamaican baby back ribs, coconut curry shrimp, Yaman jerk chicken. I just read it the way it was there. Yaman? It's called Yaman jerk chicken. <laughs> and, um, well, there's the other pop-up again. And then Mediterranean flavors, a grilled lamb slider, feta cheese and tapenade, micro oregano salad. Uh, go ahead, Nancy. Luca Mades, beignets. Luca, I'm trying to, I'm reading it Spanish style. That's the problem. Honey cinnamon. Okay, spell it. L O U K O U M A D E S. It's probably about right. Okay. Lucamades. Yeah, okay. Spiced uh, tomato gazpacho. And then craft beers. So you can get a uh, cashless wristband. You can get, um, they have a $20 or $40, and it it's the same kind of like how DCA did theirs. So. You want to go and eat and hear some tunes? Go ahead and go down to SeaWorld, and you have to buy admission to get in to do all this fun eating. So, very cool. And it's through whatever date I said, June something or other. <laughs> okay, June. It's June. Okay, June. I will June. look. Again. Sorry, I'm closing. Every, I opened every tab so I could see every menu, and on every tab, thank you for visiting our website. We value your opinion. Would you like to take a brief survey? <laughs> Yes, six times. Thank yeah, you. six times. So um, I could have probably bring the. I could say no. Um, I'll. I think it's like June. I think it's like June twelfth or something. Okay, cool. Okay, uh, Nancy. 
Okay, so just some updates. Uh, Universal Hollywood sent out their their little newsletter this week, and um, they focused on um, the new waters and lights. Um, apparently, they have some new state of the art fountains um, with dancing waters and lights at City Walk. Um, they recommend bringing towels so they don't care if you run through it. Apparently, that also um, matches up with a couple of new things that have um, opened up on City Walk. There's Blaze Pizza and Ludo Bird, um, which Ludo Bird is uh, Chef Ludo Lefebvre and um, or Lefebvre, sorry Lefebvre, um, and uh, fairly fairly famous celebrity chef. Um, he is known for his buttermilk Provencal fried chicken. Which is supposed to be really, really tasty. And so his um, menu features all kinds of uh, signature sauces and side dishes. So that's a apparently a big thing that um, just opened up there. And um, there's a new shoe store, Big Whoop. Um, but let's see what else happens. <laughs> Well, you know, there are all <laughs> kinds of different things happening. Um, they are still vague about the opening date of The Walking Dead, but The Walking Dead will be opening this summer. Um, and it is going to be, as we discussed before, a walkthrough, um, Halloween Horror Night style house. So it will be quote unquote interactive. It doesn't look very fun, especially when you click on their link, um, and they're showing their, you know, model slash park visitors running through the attraction, crawling on their knees, you know, stuff like that. So, obviously, you know they're not going to be doing that with their guests. Um, so... Or are they? Or, or are they? And then, um, of course, they're promoting their enter, you know, enter their online sweepstakes and win a, uh, a trip for your family to go to see uh, World of Warcraft in theaters on June 10th, you know, because that's the big next big new Universal movie. Um, the two other things I found interesting was they opened up a new um, easy res system um, on their website to book. Universal Studios Hollywood Preferred Hotels. So they, you know, they have the the Sheridan and the the Hilton right there. Um, But now you can how? Yes, they're good neighbor hotels. How far away are they? Because there's not a lot of hotels around. And like, and if you go too far in one direction and too far in the other direction, you're either in like fancy. Well, let me. Not nice. So I'm curious as to Well, let me tell you. There's the Comfort Inn and Suites near Universal Studios in Burbank. The Dunes Inn Sunset in Hollywood, which is kind of in a weird neighborhood. The Omni Los Angeles Hotel at California Plaza in downtown. The Ramada Plaza West Hollywood Hotel and Suites. The Garland, which is a boutique hotel in North Hollywood. The Burbank Inns and Suites, which is... Frankly, this is really fairly near my house, and I don't think too much of it. Um, Best Western Plus Media Center Inns and Suites, which is also near my house and fairly nice. Um, And uh, I believe the Christiansons have stayed there and said and said that it was it was really nice because it's literally just right by Warner Brothers and everything. Same with Safari Inn, which is another boutique-style hotel. The Tangerine Hotel, which is right next door to the old Disney Channel building, which uh, Disney actually, radio. if you stay there, you can uh, walk across the street and watch the DJs at Radio Disney. Do you still have DJs? Um, yes, they do. And hey, they wait for my kids every Nancy, time we go in the building. Which Dunes Inn are we talking about? The one on Sunset? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. It's, yeah, it's a real special area. Well, I'm looking at the picture. They did a great job of the picture. I'm just saying that, and the picture (laughs) on their little, uh, on their little billboard, it says, restaurant lounge, stop, rest, enjoy, cup of coffee, and Wi-Fi. Okay. They're obviously in 2017 promoting the fact that they've got Wi-Fi. At least it doesn't say HBO. And air conditioning. Um, Yeah. Other ones, obviously the Hilton Garden in Los Angeles, Hollywood. Um, 
Hotel Amarano in Burbank, which actually I think I believe used to be called the Hotel Graciela, um, which is right across from our grocery store that we go to, um, which is a very very cute little boutique hotel. Um, the Lowe's Hollywood Hotel, which um, folks may be familiar with, is Maybe where do. they uh, it used to be called the Residence in uh, I mean the the Rad- um, Renaissance yeah. um, at oh, yeah. um, Hollywood and Highland. Mm-hmm. Um, the Los Angeles Marriott Burbank Hotel, which has also been a Hilton in the past, which is not a bad pl- not a bad place at all. It's literally right across from the Burbank Airport. Sportsman's Hotel Lodge Hotel in Studio City, which is kind of old Hollywood swank. Um, it, it it goes on. There's um the London West in Beverly Hills. Oh, the Coast Annabelle, which Michael has talked about staying at, which is also here in Burbank. It's a little tiny one. Low Santa Monica Beach Hotel, very elegant, right on the beach. Um, there. So, what do people? Um, what benefits yeah, do they get? they get for staying? Do they, do they get the early entry or no? Um, you know, it really does. Oh, um, yes, they get early inch, early park admission okay, for with a hotel Harry stay. So if you're in Santa now Monica for some of these, and it's a weekday, you'll get early admission. You're just gonna have to leave at three a.m. <laughs> yes. to get there in time. Pretty much, yeah. And it's one hour before um, theme park opens, and so, of course is subject to availability and, cancellation. And it's just and it's just for Wizarding World. I'm assuming. Yes, so I have a question. What? And this is kind of more, it's, it's a large, it's, I think it's more of a larger question. It's our day six questions. All that is, do you think Universal is trying to make it a destination? It, it's trying to make it a destination, but it can't be a destination because there's no real hotel. Like it's not Disney World or Universal Orlando. Like every, the destination places are Orlando. Dis- Anaheim is slowly becoming like that. But I just wonder how successful they're going to be doing that. When if, if I was the boss of Universal, I would say, you know what, we're just going to tie into Disneyland. Like, why, or, or will Disneyland not let them do that? Where say, no, stay at a good no, neighbor ha- hotel and we've got the shuttle for you and almost do it like, no, you're, um, you're going there, but we're going to promote us there rather than kind of on the side. But in Orlando, in Orlando, you can, through Universal, you can buy a ticket that includes transportation from a Walt Disney World hotel. So yeah, they yes. need to do that here. Yeah, because and especially um, yeah, considering I mean, how spread, how far away the things are, and the fact yeah. you're dealing with like literally the you're going from Orange County through downtown LA to the Valley, like really all the traffic. I, I think Universal should be more aggressive or think about that. I, I don't know. I don't. Now, okay, here's something. Here's something for you. And this is out of the rumor mill. Now, there used to be a Chinese restaurant that was up the hill. As you went up the hill from the subway stations from Lancashire, um, there used to be a Chinese restaurant on the left before you got to the parking structures. Um, that went into permitting a long time ago to be um, demolished and have changes. Now, part of the rumor mill went in and said maybe they're actually looking to build their own hotel. But that's in kind of a weird little spot because that there's a, a there's a road you, there's a road you come up on the tram and there's a couple roads that go down into the hills. The office buildings and there's a couple sound stages right underneath that that I don't see how they could actually take that small amount of property and make it into a hotel property. But they've never, their biggest mistake is they never owned their own hotel properties. Sheridan Hilton and Hilton got a grab on that they, land they don't, and they're not letting they go. They don't own the properties in Florida either. Right. But there's land. But they own the land. No, I'm not saying they're... I don't know about that. I'm saying that there's space. I'm pretty sure that they... I'm pretty sure that the land is... It's like anything else. It's like with the swan and dolphin. You know, Disney owns the land, but the other ones, you know, bought the rights to build the hotels and, and operate and own the hotels. I'm not horrendously sure that Universal owns that property. 
And they can't just say, okay, we're going to switch out and we're going to take over your hotel and we're going to do this and that. There's, there's got to be contracts and, and negotiations and stuff. And it's still an actual studio all around. Like, this isn't just like an amusement park. It's an amusement park with, like, down the hill. You know, you see over to all the, the land that's being used as studio stuff. And so... I don't know. You know, it's just find it interesting. It's just like you know, it's just like Disney not having control of everything on Harbor Boulevard. Yeah, I think it's worse for Universal. Yeah, it is. Well, especially since they're pigeonholed in that little mm-hmm. into that little corner. I mean, across you've got a freeway running right next to your property. You've got residentials on the back end of your property. You know, you've got another, you've got the, uh, the LA river running along the, the one front side. And that takes you all the way to the back side of the property, which is Coenga or we no, which is Barham, which goes up and splits everything from Burbank. Warner brothers owns everything to the back diagonal corner of that. But that river was a great was great for the movie Earthquake. <laughs> oh yeah. Every every time but I so, go over there, I think of that. You know, when you look at when you look at the properties in the neighborhood here, and you know, like we would get neighborhood flyers every time they do an update um, on you know the planning and zoning of the property. They got their whole residential area. Compl- they had a, an idea where they were going to put residential into Universal too. And that got completely demolished and wiped off the charts when everything restructured in and where Harry Potter got put now. That wasn't originally the, the full place. So, I don't know. There's there's lots of weird things that go on, and I, I certainly look forward to when those letters come in my, you know, those, <laughs> Hi, we're, we're our, you're our neighborhood friend partners to Universal. Here, have a letter. <laughs> nice. So, anyway. It's fun living up here as far as that is, as, you know, entertainment industry politics are quite interesting and very nepotistic. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mary Jo, I forgot to ask, how was Yosemite? Yosemite oh. was fantastic. Even though it was raining in 48 degrees. Oof. It was. Can I? Did you, did you, you did, you did wave as you went by, right? I did wave. Okay. I waved as we went by. And then what happened is Kelly and I, um, we're going to stay there Saturday night also, mm-hmm. but we had done well, a bit. Right? I, well, it wasn't that I wasn't feeling well at the time. It was just that it was cold and raining Ew, yeah, no. while we were there. And if it had been raining, but warm or cold and not raining, we would have stuck it out. But we, when it got to be Saturday afternoon, we were like, why don't we just go home? And we, were, we just thought of our warm beds. Yeah. And then Sunday, I woke up with this huge, huge headache and shivering. And I was in bed all day long Sunday. I, I was hoping that I'd feel well enough to do the podcast, but no. And then Kelly was feeling um, kind of sick, too. So it was good that we came back. However, I'm ready to go back. Mm-hmm. So, so, but but the part, we, we saw nine waterfalls in the valley itself. Oh, uh, that's nice. Oh, my gosh. It was, it was just so pretty. All right. Oh, Tom, real quick, yeah. can I can I finish up with one other, two other things real quick that could save some people some money? Um, budget Rentals is part Budget Rental Car is partnering up with Universal Studio Studios Hollywood. Twenty five percent savings on car rentals. Book now with BCD code number D seven nine two six zero three at budget.com slash Universal Hollywood. So 25%. Hey, you're still going to Disney? You can still book your freaking rental car through this. <laughs> I wouldn't see why not. It's budget, 25%. Oh, and then there's a limited season pass. Um, 70 days available through 12, 15, 16. Yes, all Universal Hollywood um, season passes end at the end of the year. Right. Um, and it's only $119. It's an online exclusive. Buy now. First visit must occur by June 30th. There you go. All right. Thank you, Nancy, for the universal. Okay, sorry. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> I just had the, I just wanted to throw those in real yep. quick. 
All right, for those of you listening live, stay tuned for Tony's Skyway story. And then <laughs> Mary Jo heads to I want to hear the San Diego Zoo Wild Animal Park. Uh, otherwise, that is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Diz Unplugged podcasts this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.